Welcome to the Strategic Planning Podcast with financial coach Mike Flanders. With more than 40 years of experience in the financial services industry, Mike knows the X's and O's that'll help you achieve your financial goals. It's time for the Strategic Planning Podcast. Welcome to another edition of the podcast with Mike and myself here to talk strategic planning with Mike Flanders from Strategic Planning Corporation. And we are going to get into a little conversation this week here on the show about an article that Mike and I were chatting about on Americans feeling like they need about a $233,000 salary and about $1.3 million for retirement. Uh, kind of that's uh, some of this interesting conversation piece we're going to go over. We'll share a link to the article as well in the show notes if you want to check that out. But that's going to be the topic this week on the show. And uh, to join me talking about that is is Tom Bodette. I mean, Mike Flanders. Oh, you had lights on there for a minute. I'm That's sorry. That's right. I left the lights <laughs> on for you. So you got to tell the folks that story real fast because you and your wife took a little trip, right? Yeah, we were uh, going down to Florida um, about a month ago, I guess. Right. And uh, there's a little restaurant at exit 98 on Interstate 95 uh, in South Carolina. It's right on the uh, Marion Lake, and it's called uh, Clark's Restaurant. So we stop there every time we go down to Florida or, or South Georgia or what have you. New waitress, and she comes up to me and says, you sound just like Tom Bodette. And I said, well, I, that's because I am Tom Bodette. <laughs> And she's like, you kidding me? And I said, no, seriously. I mean, I'll leave the lights on for you at my hotel. You know, That's if you right. Want to. Yeah, the Motel 6, right? Everybody probably remembers yeah. those commercials. They were very popular for a long time. I'm Tom Absolutely. Bodette, and we'll leave the light on, right? Uh, right. So that's hilarious So that she thought that's what you sounded like. It, it's just because oh. it's that pleasing voice that you have, Mike. <laughs> I don't you know. know. I guess I'm welcoming. I don't know. There you go. That's right. <laughs> well, let's talk about this a little bit. There's some key points here on this conversation piece. When it comes to what you earn and what you save, uh, Americans are expectations are higher now, which I don't think is a huge uh, surprise. And inflation prompts those big numbers, you know, to climb even higher, right? So uh, that certainly seems to make a lot of sense. And when it comes to living and retiring comfortably, Americans, you know, I mean, we, we're we all a little bit greedy, right? We all try to eke out more, right? When things are going good, we're all excited about, you know, the markets when they're going up, not so happy when they, you know, are on their way down. But, you know, we had, uh, what, peak inflation, Mike, in, you know, in June of or so of this year, uh, somewhere in there, about 9%. Again, according to the CPI, which we know they don't put all the really interesting yeah. stuff in there. But, but And actually, that was June last year. Oh, June 20. last year. I'm sorry. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, June last year. And, you know, And so it's been coming down throughout the summer. We're into mid-August, about the time we're dropping this podcast here. And it's on its way down in some areas. But again, I think a lot of us can go outside, you know, not go outside, but go to the store or whatever and still feel there are certain areas where it's still kicking our, sure. our tush, right? Yep, yep, but according yep, to this yep. article, people feel the people surveyed on this article said that they think that they would need an average of about two hundred thirty-three thousand dollars salary in a recent bank rate survey. Uh, but to feel rich, they said they would need more like four hundred and eighty uh, grand, about a half a million, basically double. Right. Uh, you know, out of the twenty-five hundred people they audited. So, what do you think about that? Well, first of all, I mean, you got to take into consideration that this is based on the responses from 2,500 people out of 325 million. Oh, for sure. For sure. Thousand. Yeah. 325. I don't know what the number is, but 325 million people in the U.S. That's a very small number of people. And we don't know where they were. Were they all in California or New York City? Right. Right. You know, so maybe that number is right for them. Could, be, that a, could be skewed by where you live. Yeah. Could be skewed. I have, it may be very, you know, uh, diversified in terms of the geographical areas where they uh, survey. But, you know, we don't we don't know that. Right. And uh so, you know, you always got to look at it from the standpoint of, okay, so what's my lifestyle? What have I been doing? What am I used to? 
and measure it based on that, not on some survey, because that's just the the crowd, and I don't usually follow the crowd. Well, it gets the headlines, for sure. But So what do you think about just the general concept, though, of Americans in general feeling like they need to make more and Mm -hmm. save more for retirement, especially over the last you know, one to two, three years, what's been going on? I mean, certainly it's a wake-up call when inflation spikes like it has over the last few years. Right. Because we have been so used to, I mean, there are people alive now, millennials, that kind of thing, that have never seen anything like this before. It's always been one, two, three percent inflation rate. And it's not real noticeable. It kind of just is like the frog, you know, in the water. Yeah. It's turned on the wall. I, I always say but, it's uh, inf- normal inflation is like calories. We know it's there, but we re- next to never pay attention to it, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So th- this is, it's got a silver lining in that it makes us think in terms of, okay, so when I am thinking about projecting for what I need in the future, and I, I use that word need, not want, you know, then maybe you want to take into consideration a little bit higher rate of inflation than what's been used in the past uh, so that you are projecting towards something that's actually going to be real and not some pie in the sky idea or something like that. Right. So, yeah, maybe it's not $233,000 a year of earnings that you need in order to be able to save. Maybe what it is, is is that you need to think about what you're doing with the money that you do have and how it's being allocated and think in terms of maybe save first and then spend second and not feel like you got to go like a wild banshee into savings, but every dollar you've got into savings, but take steps that will get you toward that goal that you have. Well, you know, I'm kind of surprised by the 1.2 million uh, being saved for retirement in the same survey. Of course, folks say that they felt like that was like the number. Now we've, you know, often said people want to, they want to get to the million dollars, right? I'm trying to get to a million saved. We've gotten plenty of emails and questions on the podcast numerous times about, Hey, I'm, I'm working towards a million or I've got a million. It's time to retire. And I don't guess there, you know, on the one hand, the arbitrary number drives me nuts. And on the mm-hmm. other hand, I get it. Like it's a nice round, sexy number. Who wouldn't like to say, yeah, I made it to a million. I'm a millionaire, you know, technically, right? All that stuff. But I think right. it's also a false, it's a misnomer trying to push yourself towards a specific number if that number is not what you need. Because if you don't know what your number truly needs to be, or at least close, right? You got to kind of, you know, do some math and, and get a plan yeah. together, get a strategy. What if you work too long to get there and you didn't need to? Or what if you retire early and the 1 million or the 1.2 million is not enough, right? That's right. And, you know, there's all kinds of rules of thumb as to how much your money you should draw off your money in order to live on. And there's always been this 4% rule, you know, so you take 4% on a million dollars, that's $40,000 a year. Right. Well, you add that to maybe what you're getting from Social Security. If you're married, your spouse, what they would gain too from Social Security. If you happen to have a pension, great. You, know, you add all those things together and you say, you know, do I need a million? Maybe I don't need a million. Maybe mm-hmm. I need a lot more than a million. Right. But the bottom line is, is, is you know, figure out what that's going to be able to produce for you at the time you need it. And and really, there's been some more recent, quote, rules of thumb that have come along saying things like take your age, mm-hmm. divide mm-hmm. it by 20. Okay. And that's the percentage that you should pull off of your investments to be safer than hmm. a 4% rate. So, okay. for instance, if you retired at 65, which is kind of a number that's stuck yeah, let's in go our with, yeah, the normal, yeah. Ikes, you know, uh, that's three and a quarter percent. So it's not 40,000 on a million that's uh, produced, it's three, 32,500 that's produced right. a year in income. But again, you know, you got to 
Kind now that's little- that's the, what you're pulling off of your nest egg. Off that million dollars. Right, right. right. So you could say, okay, well, can I live off 32 grand? Well, uh-huh. but you probably, you also have social security, right? Uh, so right. more than likely you're going to have social security. So between that and you may, maybe you're lucky enough to have a pension as well. Now, if you had right. a pension and social security and we're pulling 32 grand, more than likely you're probably in pretty good shape, you know, yeah. unless you're just really yeah. on an extravagant lifestyle. So again, yeah, lifestyle is going to come. Couple. Yeah. Huge factor. Yeah. If that's a married couple, you know, 32, five plus social security, number one, probably not much of your income is going to be taxable because you're Mm, uh, going to be in a situation where your social security is not going to be a huge amount of it taxed. And yeah. Yeah. So you might be in a good shape there as far as taxes too, where you don't have that drag on top of what, uh, of your, uh, need for retirement well, that's, income. That's like, roughly what? Three grand a month. Just being a quick man. That was not exactly three grand. If you take 32 right. and divide it by 12, but let's say roughly three grand. And then if each of you have a, even a modest, you know, social security right. at, let's say $2,000 each, that's three, four, five, six, seven, that's 7,000 a month. If you don't, if you didn't have a pension, you know, so you have to ask yourself, is that the income number that could drive your plan? If so, then maybe retirement is a little more, uh, you know, there than some people think it is. Oh, I've got to be at, you know, 20,000 right. a month or whatever. That's right. And, you know, the way you get there is, is you know, you don't get yourself in a situation where you feel like, well, if I'm not saving this much money per month and right. I'm not maxing out my 401k or whatever, I'm not going to get there. So I'm not even going to do it. I'm just going to enjoy my life, mm-hmm. enjoy the money now. That's a mistake. Yeah, but then sure. the other side of the coin is when you do get out there, you want to have a habit of, Living on, um, you know, I hate to use this word, but, you know, have a cash flow plan or a budget, you know, kind of. Right. It's a spending plan, Mike. We'll call it. It's it's a a spending spending plan. plan. Thank you, Mark. I just I keep on forgetting that term. Yeah. You want to have a spending plan and live within your means now so that you have that habit when you get into retirement and it's not some, you know, great uh, shakeup in your whole lifestyle or whatever. So, right. Yeah. Yeah, and so, I, th- I think that's, you know, we're funny as, as people, right? There's certain things, and clearly, over the, un- positively or negatively, the last three or so years uh, in our society has taught us that buzzwords and certain things can certainly have a, an interesting effect, right? We're, we're dealing with all sorts of weird things in, in our societal issues uh, just mm-hmm. off of words. Uh, so, but, you know, budget versus spending plan, it, you know, it's the same thing, but someone might hear budget and feel like, oh my gosh, I have to live on a restricted, you know, amount and that's going to hinder my retirement, my fun years in retirement or whatever. But they Mm -hmm. might also hear spending plan and be totally on board with the same thing. So it's all, it's semantics is what it is. It is. It is. And, and, you know, quite frankly, the spending plan has a lot more meaning than a budget. I mean, what is a budget? I mean, is it just numbers on a page that you try and hit? Right. Whereas a spending plan is like, I've got this money coming in. Let's see how we're going to deploy it and use it wisely. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I like it. Yeah, I I do too. So there's a couple of, uh, you know, uh, of uh, little points they share in here. One was take small steps, which you talked about, right, Uh, and invest consistently. And I think if you're younger uh, or if you're currently a client of yours and you listen to the podcast or whatever, maybe you got children or grandchildren, I think that's certainly something to share with them. Be consistent, right, about Mm -hmm. putting stuff away because it can make a huge difference. Absolutely. Yeah. If you if you do things with your kids, your grandkids, you know, help them um, just start to create some habits there. And and boy, that will be so rewarding to you and to them. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, of course, living within your means was the other piece, uh, which mm-hmm. you talked a little bit about that as, as well. And, and to me, that's where we've really gotten to in, a, in an interesting societal point. Also, not to try to make this a whole sociological endeavor this week on the podcast, but 
we, we do have as Americans this tendency to go a little overboard, right? With things that we, you know, do we really need, you know, this, that, or the other? I'm guilty of it. Everybody's guilty of it, right? It's not, it's understandable. Whatever your hobby might be, maybe you spend more on that hobby than you know you should. And again, this is not saying that you're trying, like you don't, it's not saying you can't have the things you want in retirement, but just plan for it so that you're not living outside of your means and then causing yourself, you know, issues on the length of your retirement. Because it'd be easy, Mike, for you to do your job, right? If we all came with like an expiration date, like a, like a gallon of milk, but we don't. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) you know what I mean? Right. So you have to yeah, kind of, you have to balance that, right? So yeah. it doesn't mean you can't have the things you want, but maybe don't spring on, you know, your advisor or even your loved one, your spouse. Hey, let's go buy a $70,000 camper <laughs> without, right. without talking about it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's like we were down in Florida and uh, we enjoyed uh, this place. We stayed ahead of pool and uh, just, you know, really relaxed out by the pool every day and, you know, took some swims and all that kind of stuff. And I said, yeah, let's, uh, why don't we build a pool on the land next to us out here? And okay. Started looking at it and I said, my word, I could easily spend a quarter of a million dollars on this thing, you know, just with all the dreaming I was doing about right, it. Right, right. How much am I really going to use this? Is it going to be worth that much money, even $100,000? Yeah. So it, it helps to kind of do a little research and think about things. Oh, how definitely. Really now, if you yeah. really want, well, you've got a ton of grandkids. Now, if you really wanted yeah. to put that in place, now that you can yeah. start to kind of pare that dream down to something responsible within what works, right. works well for you and your wife, right? Exactly. And then plus I told the grandkids or actually the children, I said, if you'd like to join my pool, you can pay the annual dues for it. And <laughs> There you go. Yeah, so, there you go. Yeah, figure that kind of stuff out. You That's cool. Help dad out a little bit and the grandkids That's could right. use it. Exactly. So I, again, there's nothing wrong with, I think, even if you want to, are one of these folks that want to assign yourself this arbitrary you know, $1.2 million number or whatever for retirement. At the end of the day, Mike, it comes down to having a strategy, right? So run the math, get a plan together and find out what it is that you need to make your plan go. The things that you want to accomplish in retirement, what do you need to make it go? Not some random number, not some whatever. It's about the income that you're going to need versus the expenses that you're going to, you know, that you can have. It's, it's just a basic cash flow. Exactly. That's all it is. And it's something that we love helping people do. And, and it's, it's so freeing once you kind of know where you're going and what it looks like to get there. And you've been doing this for 45 plus years. So certainly you've seen your fair shares of budgets and spending plans, but it's all about oh, finding the right, again, the right mixture Right. Because, mm-hmm. you know, whether you're a single person, a married couple, pension, no pension, you know, when to turn Social Security on, like all these little moving parts uh, really have to play into putting that plan together. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. And and it's different for everybody. Uh, I mean, there are certainly things that are, are similar and sure. the same pieces, yeah. but how they're arranged, it's, it's very unique to you. Yeah. So that way, if you want a $250,000 pool, uh, mm-hmm. you can figure it out, you know, or if you want a $100,000 pool, or if you just want to go down to Walmart and buy a $20 plastic pool, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Whichever way you go. Well. <laughs> Whichever way. You, I don't know. They're probably not even $20 anymore, right? They're probably they're probably $50 <laughs> right. now. So yeah. I, again, we'll share the article, but, you know, if you find yourself in one of those spots where you feel like, oh, we got to make more or we've got to save more, you know, we've got to get to some magic number. Do yourself a favor. Make sure you're sitting down with a qualified pro. Run your numbers and find mm. out what it is that you have and where you stand. Uh, and then you'll know, right? So then if you are, it doesn't look like you have a shortfall. Well, then you can start doing some steps, some action steps to kind of get where you need to be. Uh, or if you aren't and you wind up finding out you're in great shape, then you're also empowered to go, hey, <laughs> we're doing better than we thought, right? And that's the case for many people. Yeah. Oh, it's very freeing to, to know that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, don't run blind. Get get as much sight on it as you can. There you go. All right. Well, that's going to do it this week for the podcast. Nice and short and sweet, but to the point on some of these things. Of course, as always, if you need some help with strategic planning, that is what Mike does, and that's why his company is named that. So give him a call. Get on the calendar. Have a conversation. Whatever it looks like. Share the podcast with others who might benefit from it if you're checking it out. You can find all that information at Mike's website, spcinvesting.com. That's spcinvesting.com. And don't forget, you can also just type in strategic strategic planning into the podcasting page or the little search box of apps like Apple, Google, or Spotify, where you can find us there as well. Or just again, stop by his website, spcinvesting.com. Mike, thanks for hanging out, buddy. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely. We'll talk again in uh, a couple of weeks here in August as we wrap up August, just before we get to Labor Day this year as summer's winding down. And so for Mike, I'm Mark, and uh, we'll leave the light on for you. We'll see you next time. (laughs) Sounds good, Tom. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.